Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Eddie. And I'm Megan. And we are the hosts of Kill the Bottle podcast, where guess what we do? We kill bottles. We talk to guests. We talk about food, wine, travel, amazing guests like country singer Martina McBride. Director Paul Feig. Ooh, that's right, Paul Feig. Broken Shaker co-founder Gabe Orta. Comedian Brad Williams. Enrico Suave. Gerardo Mejia. Do not forget Craig Kilborn. I can never forget Craig Kilborn because you have the biggest crush on Craig Kilborn, Megan. And if you want to find out how badly she has it, please listen to the episode of Craig Kilborn. We even have creators of TV shows like Dave Knoll, who created Chopped. One of my favorites. Richard Blaze. Hello. He's been on a million shows. And his wavy hair. So if you want all of these, come on over to Kill the Bottle Podcast. Rate, review, wherever you get your freshly squeezed podcast. It's a very important time of year again. To rotate my tires? No, Chico. Is it time to start holiday shopping already? No, man. It's time to make our voices count by voting in the midterm elections. Oh, that very important time of year. Yeah, that's right. Election day is Tuesday, November 8th, which is actually right around the corner. Yeah, and Flick.Vote has gathered all the information you need in one spot. Like the fact that you need to request your vote-by-mail ballot no later than October 29th. Or that early voting starts the last week of October in several parts of Florida. And early voting ends November 6th, all leading up to the big election on Tuesday, November 8th. So look, we know there's lots of information out there, but Flick.Vote has all this information you need in one spot. They even have a Voting 101 video detailing what you need to know about voting in Florida, just in case you're curious about any of the recent changes. So visit Flick.vote, that's F-L-I-C dot vote today, and cast your vote this election day, November 8th, to ensure the voices being heard reflect the diversity that is Florida. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You.
Oh. Closey. I don't know why I thought you were about to go into Sorry. <laughs> sorry. By Madonna. Oh, <laughs> no, she, no, that, actually, but that is from a Madonna okay. song. Oh, okay. Je suis plate, vous êtes That's the, the duet she has with the prince. Are oh. you wasting my time? I totally no. forgot that song existed. Okay. Well, with that note, everybody, <laughs> welcome to episode one two twenty eight. Yes, hello. Last week was two two seven. Two twenty eight. But let me tell you, happy Friday, everyone. Yes. Como está todo el mundo? We're in November. Yeah, a fin de año. Yeah, yeah no, that's it. I yeah. already told you, yeah. St. Patrick's Day. It's <laughs> yeah, the Dollar Tree already has St. Patrick's Day stuff. You're only half kidding. I'm sure by the I'm sure by the time this episode is over on Friday, they will have at least Valentine's. Well on um during Christmas they have already Valentine's. That's what I'm saying. By the time you hear this, midweek next week, uh listeners, Valentine's will be already yeah. available at the Dollar Tree. Yeah. I mean I have to tell you the Dollar Tree is a value. We all know that. But I feel that the Dollar Tree of today is very different or the dollar store of today. Correct. It's so different than the dollar store of like the 90s. And it's because we have Dollar Tree. Right. The dollar right. store of the 90s, which I remember, had a lot of like knickknacks and things that you really... Eso todo parecía like un garage sale. Yeah. Like that level of quality. Yeah, they had like little porcelain vases that you would never use. Everything there looked like un centro de mesa de Hialeah. From like un baby shower. Yeah, but they didn't have, like, in the 90s, they didn't have, like, name brands, which now they right, do. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now you can get, like, actual IP mm-hmm. at the Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree sponsors. <laughs> Just like you could get, you know, it's, you know, it's really interesting that, you know, we hear so much in the last several years of, like, the death of the shopping mall. Yes. And how all these, like, huge stores like Macy's are Sears? struggling. Right, but Sears has been struggling for a while, right? Okay, fair. But fair. Macy's, like, Macy's has been struggling. Right. You know what stores have been surging? Dollar Tree's? Well, Dollar Tree's, but what, like, department stores have been surging? Oh, department stores. Uh, I'm going to go with, like, uh, Forever 21's. Marshall's and TJ Maxx. Duh. I can't think of those department stores, but I know they are. They are. They are, but I don't think of them. They have different way. departments. No, you're absolutely right, but I think of them as just like tiendas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> What's a department store? Not a tienda. <laughs> una tienda una is not a department, department store. store. <laughs> que es una department store, una tienda de departamento. Yeah, that's, I don't know what that is in Spanish. That doesn't exist. Una tienda de por departamento. I know, it's too many words. Yeah, it is. That's just too much. <laughs> Nobody's going to say it. De, de, departamento. Yeah, no, de, you're not wrong. Like, yeah, it's una tienda de departamento. But do you just, like Marshalls and DMX? I enjoy all of them. The, the, the Marshalls, the Rosses, the TJ Maxxes, the Burlington Coat Factories. But. I'm going to tell you something now when you say that. But. Tengo que ir con tiempo y paciencia. Because ahí es para ir y revocar. Um, so here's the thing with those You can't stores. go there. You can't go there like, I'm going to go buy a white shirt. You can't go there because maybe you right. don't find the shirt in your right. size or you, whatever. You, right. Marshalls and DJ Maxx and all those stores, those aren't stores that you go exactly like so what you right. said. Looking, I need right. this. Right. Right. That's the type of store that you go with some frequency and you, you, scope it you out. get smart finds. Yes, yes. At 40 to 60% off name so, brands. Absolutely. Right. Oh, look at these authentic real polo shirts you know that are like 30 bucks you know that i love me when i love a, when i mean a polo shirt i mean a polo yeah, shirt like, polo like brand ralph lauren yes like 
that's the one that I like because it fits the best and whatever. And but thick, but, but not it's overwhelmingly like the ones in in Burdines. Bird I was going to wow. say wow. So <laughs> on those time traveling shopping trips you take, the ones in Burdines, um, <laughs> which is vintage at this point, um, or Macy's, they're like you know a hundred dollars. Right. We're not paying a hundred dollars for a polo shirt. No. No. It's, a, it's also why I go to all of those stores for underwear. Oh, well, of course. So, you know what's funny? I, I go to Marshall's all the time. Um, in fact, I went yesterday. I go to Marshall's all the time. Even to Max. You sponsors. know where I've never bought anything? Because I've never found anything? Never. Not Burlington. once. Nope. Ross. Really? I have never found anything at Ross. Well, the one on Coraway? The one anywhere. No, no, no. The one on Coraway in 87, that's a Ross. Coraway. In the, in the Lionel Play World Shopping Center. Yes. That's a Ross. Okay. I do find stuff there. Never. I never find anything at Ross. Never. And obviously, I'm not against that type of store because I like Marshalls. Right. It's just you just don't find Listeners, anything. Listeners, do you go to Marshalls? Or TJ Maxx. They're, or TJ Maxx. Yes. They're owned by the same. Yes. And there's a third one. Home Goods. Yes. Is also them. Right. Okay. But Home Goods is also inside TJ Maxx and Marshalls. I never find anything at Home Goods. Oh. Like Home Goods proper, I never find anything. Pero que para que tú quieras Home Goods con las tres cosas que tú tienes en tu apartamento. <laughs> I like to buy regalitos for people. Ah, pero tú vas a comprar regalitos. No, Home Goods is good when you need to buy real things like an end table, uh, oh, credenza, okay, okay. Eh, un estante, you know, like silver. <laughs> Apparently, lots of things in nice, Spanish. <laughs> nice, nice plates, you know, servingware, oh, okay. partyware. Got you know, it. okay. Cojines bien bonito. Los cojines of Home oh, Goods are great. I need to, I need to watch You know what cojines. I buy the most at Home Goods? Candles. Oh, you know, that makes sense. In fact, I bought a candle yesterday at Home Goods. Oh, okay. Because it was a Christmas candle, but it's like a Floridian themed Christmas candle. And I go, let me buy this now because in four what hours does it from smell now. smell like a Christmas tree? No, with it mangoes? smells like balsam. It smells like balsam, but it's like a sunshine steak kind of oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm like, let me buy this now because in four hours it will be gone. It w- four? <laughs> That's too long. So, listeners, do you go to Marshall? Yeah. I have to tell you, my mom's are Marshall's OG. My mom's been going to Marshall's since the 80s. Oh, my mom too. But I feel that Marshall's and TJ Maxx, like, they sort of, they've been around for a very long time. But I feel that in the last, like, 10 years. They've gained a certain cred. Yes. Yeah. Like, people legitimately go to these stores. That's because people have become Maxinistas. I guess. It, listen, branding does wonders. No, no, but but they like legitimately like they're on the radar of yeah. people. Um, See, and they've been around they, forever. And the people would like kind of thumb their nose at it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I'm saying, yeah, buy your two exist underwear anywhere else. You know, listen, you sure. got a three pack for twelve ninety nine, whereas in Bur- obviously they're dines again. In Macy's, you know, one is like nineteen ninety nine. I'm still lamenting that Target doesn't have their two exist uh, uh, sub brand. Evolve, evolve. They got rid of it. They got rid of it. Yeah, because now they have the Hansel and Gretel or whatever it's called. Yeah, their brand. Hangry Man Jack or like <laughs> something. I think you created three new brands <laughs> just in the span of three seconds. As usual. Thank you. Anyway, so you know it's been a total dump dumpster fire this week. Um, I'm gonna guess you might sort of be talking about that little platform with the birdie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, poor that poor little bird. Nothing like Opa. It's not the bird's fault. It's not the bird's I think it's um, named Larry, I think. Larry the Tweeter bird? Well, because he's, he was named after Larry Bird. Really? Yeah, this was a question in one of our trivias. I guess I did not ask that <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
as everybody probably knows, unless you've been under a rock, uh, <laughs> Elon Musk finally acquired Twitter. I feel that th his acquisition of Twitter took was longer than Dr. Shivago's oh. trajectory. You know, man, that um, was a long time. It, it was longer than a Russian winter. <laughs> um, but Elon Musk finally acquired Twitter. Um, I love how like once he finally did it, it was almost just like he woke up one day. He's like, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to go down and give him the so check. He's, he's already fired people. Like, yeah, he already um, the top execs. Uh, right now here I'm reading Elon Musk will begin laying off Twitter staff Friday. Um, now the whole thing, the whole thing of the $8 a month, is that official? I mean, so I I don't know because I've heard both sides of it. So listeners, for those of you who don't know, um, on Twitter, actually on Twitter, much like on Instagram um, and on Facebook, you know, when you are quote unquote official, right? You're like, let's say a celebrity, you get a blue check mark, which says this is the official. It basically, it's a way for you to identify that this is the official account, etc. Now, up until now, across social media, to get that blue check mark, you have had to—I don't want to say earn it, but you had to meet certain criteria. You know, a certain amount of followers, a certain amount of engagement, activity, blah blah blah. Right? Cred, essentially. Well, Elon Musk wanted to start charging twenty was it twenty dollars a month, right? Like twenty dollars a month mm -hmm. for having the blue check mark. And Stephen King was not having it. Um and basically said, like, fuck you. And then he was like, All right, how about eight dollars? And it was like, I love that all of a sudden this just turned into like, you know, one Wait, of those Stephen King was the one who was bargaining this? No. Elon Musk was Stephen King came out and he said, I'm not paying you to have a blue check mark. You should pay me. To have a blue check mark. And then Elon Musk was like, all right, how about $8? So I love that this turned into like, you know, like the bargaining and like the market in Agrabah in Aladdin. You know, all of a sudden it's like, I'll give you $8. And and it's honestly, it it, 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 it The funny thing is, and then he says like, you know, we can't survive on advertising alone, right? As a business, which is really antithetical to everything that we have, what that we know essentially about how the internet works from streaming. I mean, Netflix is about to go finally get advertising to social media platforms because the beauty of these things is that they are free to use, but you get the advertisers and you're essentially you're exchanging your information for, for these advertisers and then that's how they make their money. But for him to say like, you know, well, we can't subsist only on advertising. It's bullshit because, yeah, you can. Now, okay, fair. You can't if you allow Twitter to ultimately become, you know, the living embodiment of that dumpster fire meme, which is what they're afraid of right now. There are several agencies that have told all of their clients, we are pausing all of your ad dollars right now on Twitter until we see what happens. Several agencies, Actually, not, you not advertisers. You beat you be me agencies. to the punch because I was going to say what like your take from a marketing perspective was. Uh, the, again, the fact that the agencies are going to their clients and telling them, don't do it right now. That says a lot. Um, and they're smart. They're smart because you don't you don't know what's going to happen in the next... Again, because of the fact that Elon Musk has basically been setting policy like as the day goes by via tweet... Right. right. Oh, you don't know what what's whatever he says at nine a.m. By the time nine p.m. rolls around, it may be something completely different. So, yeah, I would have given them the exact same advice. Absolutely, I would have said, guys, we need to. I know it's Q four. I know it's the holidays. We need to at least pause until let's say end of November, 
and then we'll revisit it. And if we have to pull the money, we'll pull the money and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll just funnel it towards other social media or we'll just do a straight up digital display ad. You know, we'll, we'll figure out another way to bombard your message out there. But I would not go on Twitter right now because you don't know. You don't know what. As an what advertiser. As an advertiser, you don't know what they're going to even allow by the end of the week. Well, I mean, I just. Based just on how he has been I mean, behaving look, so far. I, I this, know that he. The thing with Elon Musk is, and 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 I have, you know, Elon Musk is a very polarizing character because on the one hand, you can't take away the innovation and things true. that he's done, but on the other hand, I, I don't, about it. I don't know if this is sort of a, a chicken or the egg argument because he's been so successful and he's been an innovator. Innovator, he kind of has a swag now that he kind of thinks that he can. You know, do and say whatever because he's Elon Musk, and he could. Well, no, he could, but 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 you know, for many Elon Musk has been around for many years, and for many years he wasn't controversial like true, to this true, aspect, true, true, right? True. You know, true. um, and in the last couple of years he's kind of like had this. He's become very of, polarizing. Yes, like all these statements and all these things that he shouldn't be saying because you know, here's the thing: if he wants Twitter to be this free speech right bastion you know, of right of, of free speech then as the ceo of now that company and in in many aspects the spokesperson for that face, company yeah. he should be a little bit apolitical of just in general and he's become very political recently you know and i'm, and I'm the first person to say that like when you need to be political you need to be political uh, and, and and say what you mean but like that's an issue with Twitter politics, right? Mm -hmm. Specifically. And that's an issue that it, people go on there to just tell each other off. So I, I think it, it sends the wrong message when the head of that company now and the face of that company is clear, would clearly favor one train of thought or one ideology over another. Um, See, I don't even think of that element of it. I literally think of it from the perspective of why don't you go to a room somewhere, hire your staff, put on a press release. We just bought Twitter. There will be changes in policy coming, but you know what? We will issue but that at a later me, date. Let me ask because you this, that, that, that's but as I, an advertiser, if it, again, if I see you literally setting policy based on replies to people, and I'm like, what are you doing? But let me ask you this: cause I don't know this because um, you, you like know, it's not a safe it's not a brand safe shows, I think people know my feelings about Twitter was Twitter doing badly I don't think Twitter was doing bad and I and I, I I plead ignorance to a degree I wouldn't say Twitter was doing badly what I will say is that as we have said being the cesspool of social media that it has become Twitter has lost a lot of its cachet like we're talking, like we're literally just saying, it's being a place where people just go to bitch at each other. That's that's literally what Twitter has become. So there's always going to be an advertiser that's going to be a little hesitant because you don't know if you know if you're going to be scrolling down the 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 wall or whatever, and it's like KKK, and then you know you snuggle, right? right. Like you, you know? um, I so, yeah. I I blame a lot of everything about Twitter, like what the the cesspool, as we say, that it's become in the last few years, I, I blame it a lot on different media sources or journalists that use tweets 
as news stories. sources or quotes in their articles. So, I, sometimes it's just it, sometimes it's the story itself. Right? I have a it is a, a, half of the time it is. Yeah. I have a really big problem with that because that's not reporting. No, that's regurgitating. That is going to because I mean, I mean we're not saying anything that people don't already we know. We can do that. Twitter, it, it is it is known and proven that Twitter is and all the data shows this is not a general consensus of the populace. It's didn't we do the math one time where it was like it's a it's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction right. of a fraction. It's not the yeah. general consensus of the populace. It is certain people in certain Twitter universes, you know, that are very loud making certain statements. It's not the place for rationale or discourse. Right of any sorts, not that any social platform is, but no, but Twitter but is Twitter's next specifically, level. yeah, next level, right? So this is where you're going to get sources, and this is where you're going to read the room about something, right? Right? Twitter, really? That's where you're going, and I have a really big problem with so many like news news articles or or just not even news articles, but these stupid little articles that come up on your phone of like these. Oh, yeah. you know, because so and you know, th this person said that you know Harry Styles, blah 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 blah, and this other person, you know, thought that what Harry Styles said was tone deaf, and this other person thought that you know, blah blah. blah. It's like you're creating a story. Mm -hmm. You are creating a story based on people's tweets. Most of what I deem non-traversies, you know, these things that become things but aren't really things, mm -hmm. they start on Twitter. Yeah, they start on Twitter. And then to your point, some outlet grabs it and runs with it, and now it becomes a quote-unquote story. Yeah. Based on documemida going back and forth about right, some about, stupid little thing. About whatever right. it is they're going back on. I don't know. I just... I, I will say... I I will say this. Twitter... People are not going to pay to be on Twitter. Um, so you, good luck if you if if the eventual plan here is, and not, not that he has said it, but if the eventual plan is to turn this into some type of subscription service, good luck. Good Nobody luck nobody's gonna pay for it. If you're gonna start charging people eight dollars, twenty dollars, whatever, to get a blue check, good luck with that because you're still, I would hope, have to put some type of parameters around it. Otherwise, anybody can have a blue check, and therefore you've you've done nothing, right? If everybody's special, then nobody's special. And if you really think that you, you know, and, and again, if you think you can't survive with just advertisers, just wait until you do nothing about your platform and advertisers decide, I can't advertise on you anymore. Right. It, it's, I mean, I'll, because you're going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, listen, I don't have any type of stake in Twitter because as I've said, I am on Twitter I don't really tweet that much. I, I'm, I've said this a hundred times. I'm there because I do sort of work on politics. So I, I, you know, to give me a sense, I am on Twitter and I read certain things. But I have no type of like investment in Twitter. Like I do on Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. because you know I've been on Instagram for five, six, right, seven right. years. You've been on it for like ten, yeah. right? I have friends. I have. Um, a lot of followers. Yeah, if you've operated so, from Twitter tomorrow, I don't really care. Cares, yeah. But I am going to sit back and watch the, watch that dump, dumpster fire and see how that goes. I just feel bad for all of the the people caught in the crossfire of this. like in terms of employees. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Because there's even talks now of like because he has so many demanding deadlines of things that have to happen within the next like you know three days or whatever that there are people now who are essentially almost living at that office. Right. 
And it's like, people are doing it because they need the money, they need the job, but that's not sustainable. And they may be doing it this week because, okay, great, but I guarantee you that when they're taking their nap, right before they take their nap, they're sending a resume somewhere. Right. (laughs) Because that's just not sustainable and that is not how you can run a company any company i don't care what company it is if you if you have constant turnover and you constantly are burning people out your product will erode i don't care how much of a name brand you are like like a twitter nothing is forever <laughs> so moving to uh, that's my two cents on the whole twitter mishigas moving to uh the uh next topic i had a very interesting week this week wait i this is this isn't about the concert sort of okay okay i saw De- i was 20 feet from demi Lo- I, I tweeted i tweeted you, about this you were very close i was 20 feet from demi lovato and 23 feet from president biden within two days <laughs> i mean that's that's a lot of feet yeah <laughs> I was I so so listeners on uh, a few days ago I finally went to see Demi Lovato in concert mm-hmm. and she was fantastic she and I could say she because she refers to her pronouns or, she, or they them but they're also she and her again so don't come at me she's basically um, open to any pronoun um well no she's not open to any pronoun she she's she's opening today and, and I'm sure she, if you catch her on a on a good day she'll be like you know what who cares. Well, that maybe we're, that's true. We're, we're all people. She sounds phenomenal live. Really? Like, incredible. That's all like, the videos you posted. I mean, incredible live. <laughs> but what I was actually really interested about her concert was, you know, there had been some jokes that I was going to be the oldest person there. And, and not just the oldest person there. You were like row, what, five? I was fourth Four. row. Okay. Yeah. And I'm... Yeah, but I think that we decided that it would have been creepier if I would have been in the back. That is true. <laughs> yeah, that in the that front. That is true, yeah. Right? And I was like, oh my God, maybe I am going to be the oldest person there. <laughs> First of all, Demi Lovato's already 30. So Demi Lovato's, we're not the only one that aged. That's true. Right? And we're not that much older than her. Right? So let's say that right. Demi, Demi Lovato has a fan that is five years older than her. That right. means that they're in their mid-30s now. Right. Right? And we're in our early 40s. So, so, so it's... It's one of those things just because when she came out, we were, you know, let's say she was 10, we were 20, right? So at that point in time, it was like the age difference was kind of wonky. Right. It's not that like I'm going to go matter. watch Disney on Ice without a kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to go watch Disney on Ice because I really like ice skating. I love, you love those Kenneth Feld productions. I guess if you really like ice skating, you could I guess go you watch could, Disney yeah, that's ice. true. I took my grandmother to go watch Disney on Ice one We year. used to go with my grandparents. Yeah, um... Anyway, um, but what I thought was really interesting was the demographic of her concert was like, sitting next to me was a couple that was probably in their mid to late 50s, and it was their wedding anniversary present to each other to go see Demi Lovato, and I was like, I feel so good. Did you you ask them, like, how they became, what what are her fans called again? Lovatics. Lovatics. I didn't ask, but I figured that if they both in their 50s went to go see Demi Lovato and they were in the fourth row, it's because they're not casual fans. Right, like, right. They're real right. fans. Bes- behind me was like Tambien, uh, probably maybe late 40s, early 50. You could tell they were a Latin couple. Miami. Um, then, of course, there was like a lot of little goth kids. You know, when I mean kids, I mean probably early <laughs> 20s. 20s. There were, yeah, people, you know, you could tell in their 30s. There were a lot of 
adult parents with their younger children and it's not younger children that grew up on Demi Lovato like 10 year olds like tweens okay right so these aren't Camp Rock kids right Sunny with the right. chance so right. I'm like I'm like I love this it was a very 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 eclectic crowd do you think though it has something to do with where you sat you know, because I, I totally got a flashback to like Truth or Dare, where Madonna was like, you know, in the front. It's all industry. Do you think it's because obviously floor seats are not cheap, and so you have to have a certain degree of disposable income? No, well, no, because I I, I made that observation actually when I was in line buying my T-shirt. Oh, okay. I hadn't even gone to my seat. Okay, yet, okay, okay. Right, so. And just the in the arena, like okay, there so were a lot of people of different. It wasn't just where you were sitting, and and I thought it was very interesting because I I, I would have thought that her, of course, there's always going to be a little bit of everything in a concert, but I thought that she would have a general demographic, right? Like twenty five to thirty year old, thirty twenty five to like thirty five, right? Right, people that grew up grew up with her, right? You know, um, but no, like that was not yeah. the majority. There was a nice mix. Um, but great, great concert. Uh, I, I sort of love that she's, uh, resur- resurrected, uh, since she's doing a more rock edge now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she went back to rock because yeah. her first few albums were rock, rock albums. Rock tinge, yeah. Um, she resurrected Lala by Ashley Simpson mm-hmm. that I've always did she loved do that it? song. She did do it. She did do it. So she did two covers. She did that one and Iris by Google Dolls. Uh, but... But Iris by Google Dolls, I mean, that song was a huge hit. True, so true. I could see how any singer could redo that song. Right. But Lullaby, Ashley, Ashley Simpson was not. That's very niche. But that song, that's not, that's a great song. It's a fun song. Like, that's a that's a really good song. It has, like, a really hard guitar edge. So I thought it was great that she sort of did a medley with her song, mm-hmm. La La Land. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was like, meet up, I am oh. doing Ashley. <laughs> Pero, and then, so that was one day, and then... Less than forty eight hours later, I'm in front. In front of me is Joe Biden. Yes, listeners, this is the only podcast where both hosts have been in front of President Joe Biden. I mean, I have to tell you, I was more excited about Demi. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't think Joe Biden was going to do a cover of La La. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> or maybe you know what he could have definitely done a sorry uh, a cover to and been like made it made it out political to like uh, Republicans he could have been like baby I'm sorry I'm not sorry <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Carol King <laughs> actually so the reason I bring out the the Joe Biden yes. thing is because I went to a rally a blue rally um, earlier this week and <laughs> I was standing for four and a half hours <gasps> I. Yes. And I was with a friend who was in here. Is that how long the rally was or just because you had to get there a certain time? No, that's how long the rally was. The rally, I was there actually even before. That's what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. There, it was even longer than Oof. that. Um, and shout out to my friends who, different organizer friends of mine that were organizing this event that gave me VIP parking because I Ooh. parked literally right next Where was to the it? arena. It was at... the AAA? No, it was at um, Florida Memorial... University. It's actually an HBCU in... Um, Where is that? That is in uh, Miami Gardens. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. You know. Yeah, it's um, a great school. And um, in, they were actually... You had to park off-site and they you had to take a bus there. But I, you know, 
Captain Titan. No, a lot of people up. in the political organizing world. I got like I literally. I walked so your time on Twitter paid off. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, this is from work. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm done. But anyway, um, so they had a bunch of celebrities there. Let me tell you something. I posted it on my Instagram. One of the people to pep up the crowd was Jennifer Lewis. I mean. <laughs> Jennifer Lewis is a national treasure. She is. I mean, I said that. I mean, The mother of black Hollywood. Yes, she is. She's amazing. Yeah. Like, she came in there. She's like, I'm going to tell all of you off. Like, those were her words. I believe it. I'm going to tell all of you off. You know, all of you sitting here being off. Because, because it was at a college. Right. right. So a, a large amount of people were college students. Right. All of you here sitting complacent, bitching on social media, and you're not getting out to vote. I'm going to tell you off. Like, who do you think you are? Like, you know, we had to fight for our rights. And now you're just like, I was like, look at her. She was she was amazing. And it's funny because she came out at the end right before the president. Okay. So yeah, I was like. Oh my god! They needed somebody to pep it up. I was like, yeah. oh my god! I yeah. was like, after that, I was like, yeah. They Jennifer needed somebody Lewis, to pep it up. Run for office, like she should. <laughs> she's great, though. She's you know that I feel that wonderful. she's one of these people that she's been in a ton of things. She's one of these people that I don't think she gets the flowers that she deserves. She's always been around, and I don't think until Blackish mm-hmm. really is when the general population un- un- was exposed to the. The majesty that is Jennifer I feel Lewis. that she's due for a Cheryl Lee Ralph moment. I'm here for it. You know how Cheryl Lee Ralph now is like... You know that she's, she's a model new, now? She's the new it girl. She's a model now for Savage... Uh, By Fenty? For Fenty, yeah. With Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp's going to be in the Savage Fenty runway well, show. So is she, she, you haven't seen her... No? You haven't seen her? Oh, no. I got to show you so I can see your reaction live on air. Cheryl Lee Ralph, <laughs> it's great. Cheryl, listeners, if you haven't seen it... So it's Cheryl Lee Ralph, Cheryl, Lee Ralph, Savage Fenty. Yeah, it's 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 one of those people who it's it's funny because we were you know last week I think it was last week I gave my last soda to Leslie Jordan and I feel like your Leslie Jordans, your Jennifer Lewis, your Cheryl Lee Ralphs, like these are all people who've been doing this forever and ever and ever, and they get their their flowers as you say you know later in life. Yeah. Where is this thing? Yeah, but it's not coming up at all. Oh, he- hello, Miss Shirley Ralph. She looks great, like great. She is wonderful. Jennifer Lewis is wonderful. Um, so I mean, it was it was it was awesome. And um, well, everybody, if you're listening to this on a Friday, make sure you go out and vote. That's right. Tuesday is election day. I don't want to hear people bitching and complaining if things didn't go the way they wanted. I always say, like, at the end of the day, I don't care how... I mean, I do, but I don't, right? I don't care how you vote. Just go out and vote. Because if you're... Like you were saying, if you're going to bitch and moan about something, and then I ask you, you know, who did you vote for, or did you vote, or whatever, and you're like, no, I don't vote, or I couldn't be bothered, then I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear... Right. I don't want to hear jack shit from you. Like, just... This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody knows the holidays can be a time of great joy and togetherness with the food, parties, and family. But they can also be a time that causes us to feel anxiety, stress, or even depression. And let's face it, having your tia tell you que cambies la cara during dinner doesn't exactly help. What you need, and maybe your tia también, is a gift to yourself. The ability to speak with a professional about your experiences. 
Enter BetterHelp, a customized online therapy provider. BetterHelp offers therapy options that align with your time via phone, video text, or even live chat sessions with a certified therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on your needs and creating the opportunity to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. There's even a gifting option if you'd like to help someone you care about understand the benefits of therapy in their life. We should all have a happy holiday season, and BetterHelp has helped millions take the first step in that path. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and this episode. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So I wanted to bring up something that I saw earlier this week that sort of went viral. Um, and it goes to a larger subject that we've talked about here before. Mm -hmm. There was a video, I don't know if it, where it went viral, if it was Twitter or Instagram or whatever, of a barista at Starbucks. If it was a barista, it's probably TikTok. I think it was, maybe it was TikTok, um, in the back room. And he was crying and like really upset because I think he was he had to work like eight hours and his manager was calling out sick so he didn't have to work on the weekends and he was and he was um, scheduled to work some days of the weekend mm -hmm. so on and so forth and um, you know he was like very upset mm -hmm. he's like this is why we need to be unionized and and I shouldn't be put through this and so on and so forth so You know, I tried to see it from both angles because I th I think that the sort of reactionary comment would be like, you know, 
toughen up. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're working eight hours at Starbucks. It's air conditioned, you know, right. whatever. Right. Right. But then I also thought, you know what? Working on your feet for eight hours is hard. Mm -hmm. um, Starbucks can become very busy and very demanding and you know you know how people can be i'm, I'm sure that in one day working a full shift at starbucks mm -hmm. you get a lot of karens right you're dealing with people you're probably dealing with a lot of really nice people but you're also dealing with very difficult people you know um it could be one order after another order after another order um so i i don't dismiss that just because you're a barista or just because you're working at our Starbucks, that it's easy work. Uh, I, I I wanted to see both sides of it. I, I don't think I w if I would have been in that situation, I would have gone and literally cried on TikTok. Right. Because I, I that's not the way I would have addressed that. But it goes to the, you know, obviously the larger conversation. This is kind of like, what we were about the whole Gen Z thing. Right. Of the Gen yeah. Z thing. I mean, this was a very young person. I mean, they're probably in their early 20s. Um it goes to that larger conversation of like, are they lazy? Are they entitled? You know, all that. So what, what do you, what do you think about that? So first thing I'll address is based on what you were saying is if it is true that the manager is constantly just calling out on the weekends, so they don't have to work. That sucks. That manager needs to be fired. That man, that, that, that just needs to stop because like, that's not right. You're a manager. Nobody wants to work a weekend, but you know what? You're the manager. So let's tell the Okay. Now, on the flip side, as somebody who worked at a supermarket for several holiday seasons on his feet for eight hours a day, yeah, I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Right. Well, I'm not going to feel sorry for you working eight hours. Oh, no. Boo hoo hoo. I had to work eight hours. You know what? Now, if you always, now, if you are always constantly showing up for your four hour shift and they're constantly telling you, Fulano called out today, you have to cover for them. That's a different story because that's not fair to you. Right. But you want me to feel bad for you because you're working an eight-hour shift? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Look, I'm playing you know, the world's you know, smallest you know what, violin. I'm, I'm not. I, I, look, I, I try to be... Because I did it. I try to be sympathetic of this. When I saw the video, I was, I was And like, I guarantee you I covered more ground doing go-backs than that kid when does back and forth. When I was watching the video, the I was like, kid, you know, like, you're working at Starbucks. I mean... No, una factoria. Yes. I mean, there's... So many it could be worse, worse jobs. Right. So many worse jobs. I I mean, and, and you don't even have to go like, because I always think, oh my God, one of the worst jobs must be poniendo chapapota en un techo in the middle of summer in Miami. Oh. Putting tar on a roof, being a roofer. A oh roofer my in God. Miami in July. Oh my God. That or like, be, I, I've told you this, I think the worst job in the world must be working at the lost luggage department of an airline. Nobody ever goes there to tell you good job. People are ready to murder. Right. Right. Like, right. You could work there one hour Karen or eight hours. Karen just got to Hawaii and her luau dress did not make it. She is ready to go with an axe and murder you. Yeah, you right? might become her lady. So, so even though it's a comfortable job in so far that you're sitting down in an air-conditioned room. In front and of it's a, a computer, generally pleasant. There, there's a psychological like <laughs> horror to it, right? But but I you know in this particular case I tried to be considerate and 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 see okay I could see how being eight hours like taking one order after another after another after another how you need a break okay, and, and fair. here's here's the thing because people are, did he not get breaks it, it was I'm not sure if he got breaks but the whole. What this turned into okay. was like, oh, Gen Z bitching and complaining. I mean, I don't right, but here's 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 where I would would sort of counter that in a way. 
Okay, so people are very quick now to say that Gen Z um, is entitled and complains, blah, blah, blah. But don't you also think it's because Gen Z, unlike even us that were older millennials or Gen... What's the one before us? Gen, Gen X. Gen X. Yeah, we're Zillennials right, or whatever. Or Gen X. One of the reasons why people say this about them is because they have something like TikTok and we didn't have a form of communicating like they do. Because I okay, would like to think there, that probably. if we had social, if we had these social media tools, you would have then had, you know, 10 years ago or whatever amount of time ago, you would have had people in our age group or our generation complaining about very similar things. Okay. I, I think there's a, there's a validity to that, but I, I still think that I would have been like, suck it up. I, I mean, I, look, I think it's like everything. I think there's people again. I would like to know more in this specific case. I would like to know more about the details, just because you mentioned, like you mentioned, like without, a, and maybe they did without a break or or but, the manager but, but calling the, the, out. Like again, I want to know the, the details. The kid, the kid was like in the, because anybody can have a shitty day and be frustrated. Back room and he was crying. He's like, "This is why we need to unionize because we've been eight hours and it's just so much." And you know, our manager and we're expected to work weekends. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, when you're young and you're in high school and college, most of the time you do have to work weekends." Also, if you're working at a Starbucks, they're open on weekends. Somebody and it has sucks. to work. Somebody it has sucks. to work the weekend. But everybody has had to work weekends at one yeah. point or another, and it sucks. It's not how you know. Nobody wants. To we're in our forties and we work weekends yeah you, you, nobody wants to do it but you have to suck it up so there's a part of me that's kind of like buttercup suck it up right but then i also think there's more you know people are very quick to dismiss serve certain jobs mm -hmm. you know like even working at mcdonald's mm -hmm. because you know what the people the people that give you your order at mcdonald's in the drive-thru yeah. especially are not the people who packed it up right they're just hanging they it off get yeah. the wrath of the person on the other end. This is true. You didn't get my cheeseburger. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. This is not what I ordered. I ordered my frappuccino without whipped cream. You know, you know. I ordered my you know my Big Mac without pickles. You Again, know? as someone who worked the register at a supermarket on holidays and all of that, and had to deal with people like no, but it's only second no holiday, no third holiday. I think I think you it's know like what? Everything else. I think that you're gonna have a shitty day. I think and, people and look, it's gonna suck. Let's not forget, people are giving Gen Z a lot of shit now. Let's not forget that some years ago, people were giving shit to millennials. Oh yeah, that everything was about well, millennials. Every, every generation, right. every generation and gets. I its even remember bullshit. when we were in high school in the '90s and all that. I even remember people giving like uh, what Gen, Gen X, X mm -hmm. shit that they were lazy as well. Yeah. The reality bites yeah, like yeah, yeah. generation that they were lazy and you know they were they were so stuck up and they cynical and cynical and whatever. So every generation gets their their shit. Their yeah. shit. I just think that the difference is that Gen Z because they have social media and they're more vocal on it on on social media they get a certain amount of criticism and pushback that we did not get when we were younger because those tools did not exist i think there's also something to be said for and i might get some shit for this the fact that we're talking about this means that this person went on a you know a, a venting let's not call it a rant they right. vented the same way any of us probably you know maybe not via social media but would pick up a phone and call you know right. a husband a wife a partner and be like oh my god my boss and they suck and da, 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 right but then we have now given that person's venting a degree of importance mm -hmm. by by pulling it and using it as a news story like to tie it back to the twitter thing right 
why right but i think that's a bigger conversation a bigger topic in terms of where we are now right 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 but, but, but i'm saying it kind of, of, but it kind of feeds itself right in right? terms of social it, media it, it feeds itself this goes back to the comment i made about twitter the other right. day right right because bitching and complaining has always existed yeah and people yelling at each other has always existed right it's just that you now have platforms and now it becomes news right and now it becomes news now this kid crying now, in the back of a starbucks now, has become we live a story in, we live in such a polarized world about everything you know in 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 relation to this story you have your people are like oh i'm very sympathetic of you i'm so sorry you know you should unionize you know uh mental health blah 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 working at starbucks is hard and then the you know toughen up you know you lazy kid right right um there's no in between right and and there usually isn't in between there's a lot of gray what is it there's there's two there's three sides to every story and yours mine and, and and the truth yeah there's a lot of gray stuff people there's a lot and of it's gray. not always delicious. No, it, sh- it is delicious. That's why you should try the gray stuff. That is why I want to eat at the Be Our Guest restaurant. I have no in doubt. The Magic Kingdom. Because when they bring me the gray stuff, I mean, listeners, have you been to the, the, in the Magic Kingdom here in Florida? Um, have you been to the Be Our Guest restaurant? They, they're at the end for dessert. They have the gray stuff. And it's delicious. Like, I just want to. It's like I, a moose, right? Yes. I need for them to bring me and be like, try the gray stuff. It's and for you delicious. To, and, no, and for you to be like, it's delicious. Yes. Like, I have to do that. Like, I, I have That's to the do only that. reason to order it, really, at the end of the day. Yes. I really want to eat at the Be Our Guest restaurant. Like, if anybody can make that happen. Because, you know, I bitched and complained. I, I bitched and complained about this. The fact that I've been going to Disney World for you know, like 40 years now. And I've never eaten at the stupid Crystal Palace. Which at this point in time, I don't even want to eat it anymore. Because everybody says it sucks. But, but I it's wanna, the principle of... Yeah, I'm yeah. going to eat at the Crystal Palace. Even if I have a turkey sandwich. <laughs> How far in advance do you have to book that damn thing? I don't know. But everything at Disney now... Remember That's the days true. when we would just... So, listeners, I mean, if you're of a certain age, you know, like going to Disney World was like, we're going to Disney World this weekend. Like on a Monday, you decided like to go on Friday. Like when we were in college, literally on yep. Fridays, I would start calling everybody. I'm like, are we doing something this weekend? No. Let's go to Disney World. And we and would we literally Motel at six. like midnight pack an SUV and we'd get to Kissimmee at like, I don't know. Two in the morning? Two, or, two three in the morning. We'd re- we wouldn't even reserve the Motel 6. The Motel 6 always had... It was always there. It was we always there. We would sleep at the Motel 6 and go to Disney. Yeah. Right? Those days are long gone. Tony Jose was like, I for my birthday in January, I want to go to Disney. And I'm like, well, we need to start planning it now. Right. Right. <laughs> now it's like a fully planned like vacation. It takes less effort to plan a cruise. Oh, it does for sure. Than a Disney vacation now. For sure. For sure. Because in a cruise... You have your hot. You you, you show know where up. you're sleeping and where you're eating. You show up. That's it. Right. Yeah. You know where you're sleeping and where you're eating and where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. The ship is going to take you where it's going to take yes. you. Yes. You don't have a say. Right. You have your room. <laughs> right. And you they have a hundred restaurants. So that's it. So you and know, you get the little activity sheet. Right. Right. Or the app now. Whereas in Disney, it's like now, what park are you going and what day and the rates you know um, can vary. What hotel are you staying in and the hotels are generally all booked now. Uh, like when está bien mala, but everybody's but in Disney, Disney World. I, those are the things that I say. Yeah, I'm like la inflation. Yeah, está, inflation. La gasolina está carísima, right? Pero todo mundo está metido en Disney, Disney. en Cayo Hueso. Y, no, see, Disney, Disney has had like record attendance. Those are the things that I don't understand. Like people are bitching and complaining about gas prices and the economy rightfully and inflation. so, rightfully so. But they're like, but they're going to Disney, Disney which is not cheap. Yeah, no, no, it's it's, bec- ext- it's become extremely unaffordable. Yeah. 
I the, knew, days, the days of the $50 entrance are gone. Listen, the minute that they started doing a layaway plan, yeah, that was it. For Disney? Yeah. No. That was it. Unuka, yeah. Buy now, park later. Yeah. <laughs> you know that when I think about going to like um, the, the Epcot Center, mm-hmm. which I've told you, like I always go back and forth about like what is my favorite Disney park. Mm-hmm. Like I can't, cannot pick the Magic Kingdom. Just right? by virtue of being Magic Kingdom. Because it's the Magic Kingdom. Right. It's like, how can it not be the Magic Kingdom? But this is a this is like a very Rachel from Friends moment. Like, my I say my favorite movie was Dangerous Liaisons, but it's Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's, right. So, my yes, my favorite theme park is Magic Kingdom, but really it's Epcot. Well, but that's on brand for you. Yeah. Actually, Epcot is more on brand for you than Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I love Epcot. I absolutely love Epcot. And you know what I do? And if you told me it was Animal Kingdom, I wouldn't know who the hell you are. Yeah, no, it's not Animal <laughs> Kingdom. Um, I still go to Animal Kingdom and think, like, there's something missing in this park. This is not worth the 100-some dollar admission. <sighs> expensive. That's why I don't go that much. I've only been to an Animal Kingdom, like, a handful of times. Because unless the day I have we a, did all four parks in one day. Yeah, unless I have a park hopper, I'm like, I'm yeah. not going to go specifically pay a hundred some dollars to go to Animal Kingdom. No, but what I've done in Animal Kingdom, I liked because I think their safari is like kick ass. But anyway, when I think of Epcot Center, I, you know, that I always think about Co- when they had Coke World because they got rid of that, oh, yeah. that we would try the Beverly. <sighs> Listeners, have you list, have you tried the Beverly? <sighs> Don't do it. Tell them what the Beverly is. It's earwax. Don't do it. Tell, but tell them what it is. All right, the Beverly, which you can actually still try when you go to the Coke World in Atlanta, and actually the one in in Disney Springs. Okay, and that Coke. But they have the Beverly there. Thing. I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure they do because they have a tasting station. I feel it's like a thing now. Yeah, they have a tasting station. So you know, you go to the Coke World tasting station, and you can have you know. carbonated beverages that are unique to certain countries. So, you know, from Mexico and Italy or whatever, there's this one called the Beverly. It's It's, from Italy. It's from Italy. I don't, I don't, you know what shocks me the most about the taste of the Beverly, especially because it's from Italy, that there are so many delicious things in Italy. You would have thought it would have been like a limoncello flavor. Right. There's so many delicious things from Italy and this thing tastes like rancid earwax. It does taste like earwax. It really, really does. Don't ask us how we know what earwax tastes like. Earwax. Right? Yeah, because you know you don't want you don't want flat earwax. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what that tastes like flat? But you know the thing that, you know you know the wonderful thing about the Beverly. We always try. We it. always try it. We oh just to make sure it's still as awful yes. as we remember. And we always try it, and I'm like, this is disgusting. Let me have a cup. And we always <laughs> get like, and we have to do it like twice, right? Just to make and sure, then, right? It's like this is the most disgusting thing I'm gonna have. Can I have it twice? And, and then I have it, and then it's like that was gross. Can I have it, it again? Yeah. It's like when people say like, "Oh my god, this smells horrible." It's like it does it. Let me smell. Like why? I just told you it smells horrible, but yeah. no, we do, we do, we gotta. I think there's it. a certain. I think that's its charm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but can you imagine drinking like a whole Beverly like? Oh no, asco! No, 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 Listeners, if you ever go to like that's why people in Italy drink wine. I'm telling you, go try the Beverly. You will thank us if you've tried the Beverly. You can really dro- drop a drop a, a comment line. a line. So this will be a little thing that you post on our yes. We'll, we'll, our po- thing. we'll, we'll post yes, about the drop Beverly. us a line if you've tried the Beverly. The Beverly. Maybe it tastes better in Italy. Maybe it doesn't travel well. 
when it crosses the international date line, maybe right, something no, happens. Because, you know, soft drinks, like so, fountain drinks, are mixed with water. Maybe it doesn't fix with chlorinated oh. Orlando water. Because let's say the truth. Orlando water is well water. Yeah. It's disgusting. Maybe it has to be like water from Venice. You know, when I go to Orlando, I become very water bougie. I'm like, Miami water is like the shit. You always, every time you shower, it always has a hard film on your skin and afterwards. It's gross. And it, it's, it's well water. Yeah, that's, why. That's, that's what I'm very, you know, I'm not bougie about a lot of things. But I am bougie about water. You are. Avion. Sorry. I don't dislike Avion. The one I cannot do is Dasani. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh. That's what, no, no, no. Oh. But wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. I know it's cost us a sponsorship. Stop, but I don't stop, know. stop. No, no, no. We're talking about bougie water, right? An equivalent to Avion would have been like Fiji. <laughs> okay, fine. Right. Voss. Right. Voss, right? Because we always want that really nice glass. It's true. Uh, you know, I remember when Voss was new. Yeah, I remember the first time I ever saw a Voss I have, bottle. I have it in my fridge. You know, I remember the first time um, was at a gas station. And um, I mean, those are the equivalents. And of course, your garden variety is like Zephyr Hills, right. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like one of our friends says. If I'm in the desert dying of thirst, I think I will think twice before having Dasani or Aquafina. I'd have Aquafina before Dasani. Why are they so gross? It's water. That's just one of the mysteries of life. Like, do okay. Do Maybe they, they're processed at the Beverly plant. Okay, do they know this? I think they know this because I feel that people are people are very vocal vocal about Dasani yeah. and Aquafina. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're they are not like they are more vocal than I mean that's what Twitter should be. Yeah, I feel that at this point in time, it's like a thing. They just don't care. And you know what's yeah. the worst Dasani, like room temperature Dasani. I gross no. Oh, because at least oh, the it's water, like at least a really cold Dasani because it's cold. It does you know has a chilling effect on your taste buds. Right? Oh, no. No. Yeah. Four. No. Is there anybody out there that likes Aquafina and Dasani? Like, really? The only Aquafina... One I... is by Pepsi and Coke, right? Dasani, I believe, is Coke. And Aquafina might be Pepsi, but I'm not sure. Mm. But Dasani's Coke. El agua de pozo es mejor que eso. Well, let's not go crazy. <laughs> let's not go crazy because you just said that you don't open your mouth while showering in Orlando. Yeah, but that's coming out of a tap. Well, that's I want that also. Right. Whereas the Sunny and Orgafina, you have to pay for. Oh, okay. No, you know what I love? When you're thirsty AF and you go to a vending machine and it's like 10 buttons of Aquafina. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, Again, is this a I joke? I prefer Aquafina to Dasani. Listen, I know that these are first world problems. But there are problems. <laughs> all right. There was a kid crying about working eight hours. We're going to bitch about Dasani and Aquafina. All right. Which one does McDonald's sell? I think it's Dasani. That, well, because it's a Coke product. Yeah. That when it's like, I'll have a water tank. No, Chico. I'll no, press, no, no. Get, get from the fountain. I'll press the yes, little yes, water button yes. from the fountain that's always freezing cold. It's so cold and refreshing. Yes. I sometimes use it to wash my hands. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'll press the button and get my hands wet and be like, oh, it's cold. Because, <laughs> you know, I have I have a thing with, with cold. Sub, you know, yes. I like everything cold. Uh, really? Yes. Yes. Um, Hadn't noticed. Yeah. As I'm sitting here, like, with a tarp over me because I'm half naked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some people put ice in their drinks I put drink on my ice yes oh my god that is, that is exactly how it should be por eso yo paso tanto trabajo when I go to Europe because when you go to yeah. Europe Europe you know as probably a lot of you listeners yeah, know Europeans don't believe in ice they put in it in the drink. fridge and that's it right they bring you your drink especially a soft drink Mildly refrigerated, chilled. refrigerated, right? Not even refrigerated. But I'm saying estaba en, el, en la nevera. Not even at most. It's mildly chilled, like a few a few degrees over room temperature. 
right? So then here comes the American, right? You know, asking for ice. Je voudrais le glacé avec ma boisson, s'il vous plaît. The fact you think any American has ever said that in French is such well, a... Well, no, 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 but I specifically oh, oh, say it in oh, French. Oh, okay, you, oh, okay. The, the times no, because you friends. said, here comes the, uh, the American, and I'm like, I'm like, it's cute, you think the American's going to have that no, much consideration. No, 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 I have it down packed in French. I mean, I oh, speak okay. some French, okay, but okay, it's okay. like, je voudrais le glacé avec les, mes boissons, s'il vous plaît, mm-hmm. right? I want ice with my drink, please. So then, after the European, it's like, oh, the eye here's roll. the American wanting ice. They bring you their tall, skinny glasses, because that's what they have over there, right. with like one piece of ice. Maybe two on a good day. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with two pieces of... And then I don't want to be like, no, I want more. So right. then I'm like, me tengo que meter in the room temperature Coke with two pieces of ice that melt right away. So then my drink is not cold and I can't chew on the ice. What a conundrum. They don't have that trouble in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I'm sure our friend in Norway right now isn't having that problem no, with refrigerated beverages. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, I love... The culture, and, right. and I love. You're not the quote unquote ugly American I when you travel. Not, you're not, not. But that you're is not. like the one thing that I become the ugly American with. Because yeah. I like my drinks. Like, como dice, what's better than cold? Ice, ice cold. cold. <laughs> yeah, what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Nada más rico than a crisp Coca Cola con bastante hielo. That's true. You know, with a lot of like hospital ice Which from is the fountain. Funny because mira, mira. Because it's funny because from a branding perspective, Coca Cola does tell all of their distributors and all the people who sell. Like the ideal temperature for a Coke and all this. So it's funny that they just like, whatever with you. There's nothing better than Coke with hospital ice in a large styrofoam cup. Because there's something about the styrofoam with hospital ice and Coke that when it's together. We're it's sorry, magic. Louis Aguirre. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Don't hate us. I'm sorry, Louis. For the record, it was Darian, not me. <laughs> We can still Listen, be friends. I'm all about green policies. I drive a Tesla. But, but there's something about the styrofoam cup. We can still be friends, Louis. That's all I'm there's, saying. It's one of those things that it's more than the sum of its parts. I don't know if like maybe the styrofoam does a certain type of whatever on the insulation. Well, I mean, well it retains. It retains uh, temperature. That was the whole reason styrofoam exists. That's like, I feel that a Coke, a, a can of, so- of a soft drink, de una nevera tastes the best. Oh, when it's been yeah. lingering in una nevera, you know? Yeah. Nevera sounds so much better. It's- <laughs> yeah, then I'm a cooler. <laughs> like a cooler. Sounds like I'm from Minnesota. Bring in the cooler. The cooler. No, chico, yo traje la nevera. La nevera. <laughs> because you think of, because it's like, nevera, nieve, snow, right? Like, it's gotta be cold in order for it right. to snow. Oye. Oh, yeah. Especially so in the last few months when we've done our pop-ups for Pimpampollo and whenever we sell soft drinks, that, you know, it's been like a long day, you know, I've been frying uh, yeah. and I pull it's out so like, refreshing. A Coke, like a nice Coke. It's so refreshing. Let me ask you something. I mean, maybe it's not the best thing for uh, marketing, but, you know. Why stop now? Do you prefer Coke or Pepsi? So, I grew up in a Pepsi household. Okay. So, I what have... Think young? So, I like Pepsi. I actually, when it comes to the diet drinks, I prefer Diet Pepsi, Pepsi yeah. over Diet Coke because there's less of an aftertaste. But as you know, my favorite soft drink is Cherry Coke. Okay. So I kind of straddle okay. both sides depending on the beverage. So I know Seth I is going to have our heads for this. love Pepsi. Yeah. Pepsi's my favorite. But I like the branding of Coke more. Well, yes. Because there's something about the branding of well, Coke. It has the iconography. Yes. From a marketing perspective, yeah. That it's like yeah, a yeah, Coke. Yeah. It's been around for long. You're having a Coca-Cola. 
but I like Pepsi more. I mean, I love Coke. Like, yeah, we'll take either one. It's, it's not, not like I'm having Coke and I'm like, ugh. Right. It's not like it, I'm having a It's not a Beverly. Or just on me, you <laughs> it's know? not a Beverly. It's not like, oh, they don't have... Pe-. Because some people, like we know people yes. that are like, ugh. You only have Pepsi, and it's like, I, whatever. Just drink it's, it. Drink it. Oh. Just drink it. It's, 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 listen, either way, it's not good for you. But but I, I I like, yeah, Coke. That's like the other day, not too long ago. Like, I went on this Sprite phase. I'm like, I really want Sprite. I used to love Sprite, but that's because at my grandparents' house, they always had Sprite. So, like, that was... Okay, know, so treat. let me ask you. Crest or Colgate? Colgate. Not only have I always been a Colgate household, I even did the advertising for Colgate at the beginning of my career. Right. right. <laughs> so, when I was a kid, screw Crest or Colgate, I wanted... Um, Aquafresh. Aquafresh because right. of the little colors. The, because it came on the three. Yes. Well, let me tell you, my grandparents always had Aquafresh and I could never get it to look like that. No, none of no. us did. The little swoop. No. No, no. It was always disappointing. Listeners, were you able to do the swoop? <laughs> I know, I got sad because I'm just, yeah. I remember like squeezing it out of the tube and being like, uh, you know what, that's eh. how Americanos put their pasta de diente. Because <laughs> I feel. <laughs> they have that much. The flare swoop. We're just happy. Labs are just happy to have toothpaste in general. That's true. And by the time that tube is almost done, we are squeezing oh it. Oh my like god! Our my foot. mom used to cut the tube. Really? To like scoop out that you know. Oh wow. Okay, that's yeah. next level. Yeah. Well, yes. Wow. Yes. yes. But no, I always wanted the aqua, aqua fresh, aqua fresh little swoop. Oh. <laughs> Seven up or Sprite? Sprite. Sprite, really? but, Sprite, but again, because it was always, I, I because it was always at my Seven Up. I loved Cherry Seven Up, but Sprite because it was always at my grandparents' house, and so I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house. So that was, you know, what I realized that I wasn't ethnically white. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, noche buena. <laughs> um, well, yes, okay. but when I really, really realized, no, I'm not white. When I just was like, I don't like A and W root beer. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't get root I don't, beer. I don't. When I've I li- tried. When I lived in the Midwest, I went to an A and W. Yeah, I had it in the cold mug with, you know? the, with the ice cream and I, I the float, had the everything. Works. And I'm like, I'm going to make myself like root beer because like it's root like it. beer. It's like cream soda. How it has the word cream I in it. Don't care for it. And I'm like, well, I don't like it. I don't I'm care sorry. for it. I think it's kind of gross. Like, I, I don't get it. It's like I'm not white. Yeah, that is that that is a that is like a, a marker. Yeah, yeah. No. And I would see my friends being so excited. Oh my god, you have A and W. I'm like, no, no. We're we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and you're lucky I don't have a mateba. Yeah, or, it's like okay, seriously. Not because we're biased or anything. We're not biased. I mean, and sort of we are. It's our show. Is so, I mean, we're going to talk about ethnic drinks. Yeah. A mateba is so much better than an A and W root beer. Fuck yeah. Mateba, you don't bet. Jupina, pick Jupina, I mean, I mean, pick any of you them. To, I mean, I said a little while ago that Jennifer Lewis is a national treasure, which she is. But Jupina, let's let's just say it. Jupina is a national treasure. We should I mean, give Jennifer Lewis a Jupina. Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, are there any other pineapple drinks? Carbonated pineapple drinks? Maybe, and I say this as a, with a big asterisk because I don't know all the flavors of Fanta. Okay, but that's Fanta. That's right, but I'm saying maybe there's a pineapple Fanta right. because. But Jupinha's OG. Yes. Right. Yeah, Jupinha. Right. I got it. I want Jupinha is so freaking good. I'm not even like a pineapple lover. Kawi bottling. Yes. Um, brewery. Kawi, yes. If you're listening. If you're listening. They also do you don't bet, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Si, to- si maneje no toma. Si no toma? toma? No, no. 
It's, si maneje, no tome. Y si tome, tome materba. Es deliciosa y estomacal. <laughs> I guess estomacal is good for your digestive system. Well, yeah, you know, if you're going to drink something, you want it to right. be digestible. But really, it's so much better. It's, yeah. It really is so much better. It yeah, really is. A&W root beer. Yeah, Kyle, we, we, I mean, we'll take the sponsorship, but if you just want to send us a case. It's like, you know what else I can do that's like really white? I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do licorice. Oh, ew. You know what? I tried. I see all okay. these people excited about licorice. I tried. Rope, and I'm like. You, okay. I wanted to like licorice so much mm -hmm. that I even tried that thing where you use it as a straw. No. Because I figured if it tastes like the soda, right. maybe I'll enjoy it. No. Right. No. no. It just made it worse. Eso tiene sabor a rayo. What the hell is that? Rayo encendido. Licorice. I know. That, uh, also, it was always the worst smelling marker. <laughs> you know you know who I have a love-hate relationship with? <laughs> or what I have a love-hate relationship with? Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Skittles. I get it. Because I get it. my problem with Skittles... I like Skittles, but I understand. That till this day, when you first... Quickly see them. You think they're M&M's. But they're not. <laughs> they're not M&M's. And they're not bad. I don't think Skittles are bad. But it's not an M&M. They're like the oatmeal raisin cookie of candies. That is perfect. That is... I don't think you've ever said anything more, like, groundbreaking than that. It's sort of like when you're at the office and somebody's like, oh, I brought cookies today. And right. then you see the plastic thing, right. you know, from far away, like, there I go to the cookies. And then you get there and like, oh, they're oatmeal raisin brown cookies. Like, you're still going to have one. I'm still going to have one. But it's, but it's not the same. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. I'll have the cookie. I'll have the cookie. Fine. Okay. You just ruined my morning. But I, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna, I'll just use milk. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll never forget that one time. Actually, this is a really funny story. One time, oh yeah, this was years ago. This is when I worked at ADP. This was pre-law school. Um, that we were having a breakfast at, you know, like a potluck bre right. breakfast. And some people were going to, you know, everybody was going to bring something different. And this one of the girls in my department was like, oh, I'm going to bring like the sweet stuff. Okay, you like know? a potre. Uh, right. Oh, like... We thought like danishes. A muffin. Yeah, stuff like that. Like donuts. Do you know what she brought? Oh, God. Did she bring him, but also he don't know. No. She brought, like, 20, it was a lot, of those cottage cheeses that have the little flip thing that you can flip, like, pineapple or, like, fruit. And I'm like, espera un momentico. What kind of crazy bitch brought, brought that to a, a potluck? Here I was thinking I was going to have a banana bran muffin or, like, a donut. delicious cinnamon roll or, like, a donut. A y tú trae con fruta. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, really. <laughs> also, that's a very presumptuous thing. How dare you think that we're going to want cottage cheese? To think that like, everybody's just down for cottage cheese. Yeah. Which I do not care for okay. cottage cheese. Domino's or Pizza Hut? That's a toughie. Okay. Because, because, no, it's a toughie because at the end of the day, like I love all pizza. But, so... The thing is, I get Domino's a lot because it's three blocks down from yeah. my house. But there's something about the Pizza Hut pan crust. Oh, I think it's gross. I love it. The pan crust, the one that's like a sponge of grease. Yeah. It's horrible for you, but like I it. love it. I don't like it. 
I have a similar pro- well no here actually no I don't have a similar problem because the thing is that with the Coke, the Coke and Pepsi thing mm-hmm. I prefer Pepsi over Coke but I like the branding of Coke more right right, right. but I like Coke right I don't like Pizza Hut but really? Pizza Hut gives me a warm feeling because do you still think kid, of the 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 red and white tablecloth of course and all of that and the the the, the, the stained glass yes lamp. of course yes we used to go to P- Pizza Hut so much and de la cuarenta la ciento siete we used to go to the one. No, that one that's here. The is open. New. That was open in the nineties. Well, yes. We used to go. We used to go to the one on a hundred and seventh and eighth street. That's now a Saruchi. Oh, okay. No, actually, no. Now it's a diced. Oh, okay, no, no. Used, before the one on 107, La 40, we used to go to the one on La 40, which I think now yes. is a Latin. Yes, or Colombian that one, or that one, or yeah, that one. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um. I mean, our big restaurants growing up where my mom would take out her nice blouses was either Pizza Hut or um, Sizzler. Okay. Right? right? That's where my mom would take out her nice blouse. Right? Right. Porque iban a ir a comer. But a comer. Because okay. a Pizza Hut was a restaurant. Yeah. Right? And then, of course, the <gasps> women... The lunch buffet. No, the women would always go have the, the, salad, the salad bar with the French dressing. Because, you know... <laughs> Dressings are not na- don't have nationalities anymore. <laughs> It's funny because the Pizza Hut, like, I'm looking at the salad bar right now. It was the salad mix, and they only had, like, iceberg lettuce, yeah. right, chopped up. Then they had, like, French dressing, Italian dressing, Thousand Island, Thousand Island. That was a very That was very easy. Thousand Island dressing. Uh, I think you have Caesar. Then they had like the croutons, and then they had these little seeds, like these little. Then they, they had olives. They did have olives, and they had like those little seeds that you put like, on things, like the like the little peppercorn. No, not peppercorns. They were like um, like sunflower seeds, but without the coating, like the actual. The, okay, seed. the seed itself. Um, and then you know my mom would always have the salad, and then the... well, that, that's on brand for your mother. Right, but then, but but going to Pizza Hut was such an event. But with that said, especially when you had Book It, yes. Oh well, of course, Book It in the eighties. Yes. You would read a book and then get a personal pizza, <laughs> yeah. a personal pan pizza. Um, but I love the pizza makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. But I don't... but the actual I product love Domino's. is okay. Okay. Oh yeah, listen, listeners. You in Domino's, you could create your own pizza. Get a thin crust pizza mm-hmm. with the garlic parmesan sauce. With Italian sausage and onions, and you could thank me later. Okay, Phil from Beyond South Beach. I don't remember it right now. He gave me, he's like, okay, if you ever want to have like a taco pizza from Domino's, order it with this, 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 and it's going to taste pizza? like it'll taste like a goddamn taco. Well, yeah. And he was right. Yeah, but it's thin crust. Yes, yes. Right, it has to be thin crust. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Which I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a fan of thin crust. But But the thing with thin thin crust pizza is like depending on how you make it, like it could taste like different things. Right. It depends on the toppings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Cheetos or cheese puffs? Cheese puffs. What? I just like the I just like the puffiness of it. What type of deranged person prefers cheese puffs over Cheetos? I'm I like cheese puffs. You know what I love? And nobody ever talks about uh, the, oh my God, I could eat the whole bag. The pretzels that are honey mustard. Oh, those are, those are like. Like the pretzel those bites. Those are addicting. Because they're, they're, right, they're, they're tiny. Yeah. 
Oh my god, but in the honey mustard flavor? So I mean, I can say that they have other flavors. They have like cheddar. I don't think I've ever had them. Generally, I would go for cheddar. Nope, I don't think I've ever had them. Nope, but there's something about the honey, the honey mustard, mustard. ones. They're Snyder's. Snyder's. Snyder's of Hanover, yes. Yep. Oh my god, so good. So yeah. good. All right, let's have a Werther's original now. I, I don't like those. I don't like hard candy. Wait, no, all this Except for Madonna's food, album. All this food is making us very, very hungry. Well, it's making us thirsty. No, it's making us hungry Well, <laughs> Well, <laughs> we're not giving out a last meal. So I actually <laughs> want to go first. So I'm not... I'm, right. I'm, my last soda today is more of a... Something to bring awareness to than to give a last soda. Because Julia Roberts is doing very well. She doesn't need a last soda. But Julia Roberts <laughs> earlier today... <laughs> earlier, was, like, What the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> earlier... Earlier... <laughs> Or, well, I guess I could give a last soda to the King family. So, earlier this week um, with Gail King, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, I, I she had never disclosed this because this is something that people would have known or talked about. A disclosed that her birth mm-hmm. was paid by the King family. And when I mean King, I mean Martin, uh, Luther, King. Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. Mm-hmm. And she, what she was saying was that. What had happened was, you know, her parents apparently didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And her parents owned a theater school. And obviously this was, I mean, Julie Robert 60s. is 50-something. So this was right around the time that Jim Crow was ending mm-hmm. in the late, I mean, the mid-60s. So that would have been, yeah, right around yeah. the time she was born. And um, she was saying that... They had a theater school, and the King family had approached her parents to see if they would allow, you know, certain students to go to her school, which obviously were black students. Right. And her parents were like, of course. Right. You know, so those kids, you know, who weren't able to get into many okay, any able to go at elsewhere. that time right. uh, due to the Jim Crow laws um, or the Jim Crow South, um, they – because she this was in Georgia. I didn't know she was from yeah, Georgia. Yeah, she's from Georgia. Um, her parents were, of course, right. and they were students at the school. Uh, they allowed them to go to the school. Mm-hmm. So she, her parents became very good friends with the King family. Oh, wow. I, I Who knew? knew yeah. Who knew? And then apparently when her mom gave birth to her, and I guess they were, you know, in a little mm-hmm. bit of financial... A little cash strap. Yeah. They paid for her birth. And I thought that was such a remarkable story. Wow. It's like, I mean, hi. what are the odds? Yeah, it's like hi, <laughs> my my uh my birth was paid for by by, by the King family. So I just thought that that was something worth sharing. Um, and and I thought it was really telling that she had never said that. Yeah, because I feel that somebody else would have been like, you know what? <laughs> Look at how progressive <laughs> my parents were. That's true. Right? That's like, true. She, she was always very discreet about it. Like I could see Lena Dunham doing that. <laughs> we know how much you love Lena Dunham But am I wrong? <laughs> I'm not going to say you're not Okay, thank you <laughs> So, you know Well, a soda to the King family For, you know, obviously many contributions Yeah But, you know, for that little antidote Now, now we can add Julia Roberts to... I thought that was very interesting That is awesome And then I started thinking Who paid for Robert's birth? For Eric? Eric, I mean Is he younger? No, he's older He's older He's older Also, oh, they probably they were, they were okay then Yeah so, 
that's a great one. So mine, mine's a little more fluffy. Um, so as you know, this past week was Halloween. And on The View, the ladies all dressed up as, as different characters. Oh, yes. And, you know, our girl. Wait, are you the one quoting The View this week? I am the one. Well, somebody had to do it. Right. We're almost at the end of the show. And so, you know, our girl, Ana Navarro, dressed up as Charo. And my last one is not to Ana Navarro, but it is to the actual Charo who showed up. Yes. On set, full regalia. I mean, the, the, the full Charo of it all. Yeah. And I'm giving it to her because she is a, a, a classically trained, you know, a flamenco guitarist. She's super talented and all that. But what I love about Charo is that Charo has essentially taken a book out of the Dolly Parton playbook and said, you know what? I know what I bring to the table and I'm going to be in on the joke. Right. You know, I'm going to have fun with this. I know there's a certain perception of me, but I know who I am and I know I'm talented and I know what I've got to give. So I'm just going to go out there. You know what? You want to think that I'm this ditz and, you know, the coochie coochie girl and the, you know what? Great. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be. And I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank. Right. And people are going to love me for it. I'm going to become an icon as a result. I mean, people are still talking about Chato, you know. Yeah. And she's phenomenal on Instagram. She, you know, again, I, I love when when these celebrities are in on the joke, so to speak. But you know what right? I think is incredible about Chato is that Chato lives on. Yeah. And it's not like Chato has had, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I mean this actually in a very complimentary way. It's not like Chato has had this breakthrough project. It's not like she was on Friends for 10 years. Right. I mean, she's known <laughs> right. as having a lot of guest stars in the love boat. Yeah. She's known right? as Chato. Right, and Gucci Gucci. Right. But somehow, that has lived on. And yep. I think that that, or or that, you know, she was in this iconic movie. You know, right. she was in Titanic. Right. right? You know? I want to see Chato on Titanic. <laughs> oh. Yak the iceberg! <laughs> She'll be the man playing on. She, oh, oh, that's a fun way to go. <laughs> you know, with Chato. Can you imagine her singing My Heart Will Go On? And now I need it. <laughs> And now I want her as a duet with Celine. <laughs> oh, can you imagine those theatrics? Oh, my God. Okay. She's actually coming in concert. Who? Chato. Oh, I thought you said Celine. No. Chato's coming in concert in February uh-huh. to the Aventura Cultural okay. Center. Right. We have to go. I don't know any of her songs. It doesn't matter. Just go on Spotify, listen to a bunch of it. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. I want to go see Chato because I want to go see Chato. Well, yes. I want to see the Chato of it all. Yes. Right. But also, she's she is such a great guitarist. No, she like, is. That to see her play live, I think, would just be... Even if you don't know her quote-unquote music, right. right? Watching her play will probably be just one of those, like, wow. You know, I, I'm watching Chato do what she does, as only right. she can. You are right. Um, <laughs> because there's nobody like her. And let's just remind everybody that her name is Maria del Rosario Mercedes Pilar Martinez Molina Baeza. <laughs> Also known as Charo. Also known as Charo. <laughs> yes, yes. So there you go. Ch- Charo and the King family. She's another These are, national treasure. She is another national treasure. She's a dual national treasure. She's an international, <laughs> international treasure. treasure. Wow, an international treasure. That's Wow. Right. That should and be the next what? Nicolas she's Cage movie. These people that she just brings so much joy and just <laughs> She's just happy and, yeah. and positive and listen i mean a few years back actually her her husband took his own life yeah um due to depression and and you know to be able to to survive through something like that and still maintain that outlook and and that personality 
it's a testament to who she is, I right. think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, well, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. What happens when you put two culture critics from national television, one Latino and one black, in front of a microphone? You get the Brown and Black Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Jack Rico. And I'm Mike Sargent. And in a time where voices of color are mostly absent from the media, Brown and Black intends to speak candidly about the controversial issues that affect us. We also have some great guests on the show. I mean, we've had John Legazamo, George Lopez, Spike Lee, Harvey Mason Jr. But not only that, Mike. We're really all about breaking down race and pop culture so that our creators of color can be on the screen. Brown and Black is about the intersection between race and pop culture. We're just waiting for you to listen. Listen to Brown and Black on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. So we have with us today Tristan, and we're probably going to be laughing as we record this a lot, mostly because we just spent like 10 minutes talking and we realized that the recorder wasn't even on. So thank you for joining us again and again, Tristan. And again. <laughs> so what we were talking about, but nobody could hear us because I am the dodo head who didn't push record. Agreed. Hey, you don't have to agree that quickly. <laughs> um. All right, so it was Halloween this past week, and the last time you were here, you were talking to us about the game Doors and the entities. And so for Halloween, you dressed up as one of the entities, Seek. right? Seek. All right. And Seek, what does, remind me again, what does Seek look like? So just. And I'm sorry, buddy, just, but remember, just, we got to say all this all, all over again. Like, he's just basically just black, mm -hmm. nothing else, and then an eyeball. And on just his one, face. like a big eyeball in the middle of his face. Yeah. Okay, so then I saw the pictures. It translated really well into real life because you were wearing like a, a black bodysuit yes. with a black beanie. beanie. And then... An eyeball. And the eyeball. Now you... The had, eyeball and the beanie have Velcro. Yes. Yeah, I w please, sponsor us Velcro, please. I I'll take the Velcro money. I'm down for Velcro money. Same. That's a lot of money. Do you know how much money Velcro has? Yo, that's a big company. So... All right, so now you, this is actually great because now Hold you... Hold on, I would, I would like to be sponsored by Shrek. The movie? Okay, okay well, hey, look, <laughs> I, I don't think there's any new Shrek movies coming out, but if they want to sponsor us, I'll take it. My favorite movie was Shrek 5. There was a fifth one? No. <laughs> oh, okay, you threw me off. I was like, wait a minute, Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3, no, Shrek the 3rd, Shrek Ever After, right? There's four of them, yeah. right? Four. Yeah, you threw me off there, bro. Making up movies over here on the show, making me crazy. Ugh, I'm telling you, this kid's going to drive me nuts. nuts. So, all right. So back to Halloween really quick, though. So you went trick-or-treating. Duh. Because that's the best part about Halloween. 
and as he, he's so professional, he's sipping his little water. He's he's here for the interview. He comes prepared. You know, this is, I love these. I love when guests show up prepared. Dang it! So, all right, what was the best candy you got on Halloween? I got Twix, Snickers, and Reese's. Those were the best. Those are the best. Which one's your favorite of the three? Has to be either Reese's or Twix. Okay. So for the record, you saved me none, and I love Reese's. That's I like saved, my favorite. I saved one Snickers. Yeah, for you. You didn't save one for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I would like a Reese's Pieces. Wait, was it Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Aren't those the same thing? Actually, no, they're not. No, Reese's. no, no. Reese's, Reese's Pieces, pieces uh, are like the M&M. Right, right. M&M so it was, a, it was a peanut butter cup. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Those are my freaking favorite. I know, right? Oh, they're so good. Now it's time to make you hungry. Yeah, thank Bacon you. Bacon with oil. Oh, no. Don't. No. Bacon with oil tastes so good. Oh, it my does. God. The, the satisfying thing that reflects in my mind. The satisfying, like, video on YouTube of someone just pouring that oil on the bacon. No, but that's. Dude, dude there's a limit. There's a limit, though. There's a limit because after a while, it's just too much oil. And you know what happens when you have too much oil? It tastes like. Better. No, it makes you break out and you have pimples. And nobody wants pimples. I guarantee you, nobody wants pimples. So yeah, don't have too much oil. It's not going to end well Life for your skin. Life is cool, just like oil. I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> Good. Okay, well this is not ASMR, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. All right. So all right. So Halloween's over. Next up is Thanksgiving. Are you a big Thanksgiving person? Like, do you? Because I love Thanksgiving. To I me, prefer, I prefer I, I prefer Christmas. Well, of course you do, because it's your birthday. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> but I prefer Halloween more as well. Okay, so you prefer Halloween and Christmas yeah. to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. The Thanksgiving, that that turkey with the gravy. Gravy is for like people that live in the 1900s. Oh. Uh, hey, like, I was born 1910s. in the 1900s. Okay. The, the 1910s. I was born in the 1900s. Like the 1900s. Like the nine, the early 1900s, like the 1910s. Oh, no, dude, I love me some gravy. life. I love me some gravy on mashed potatoes. Ooh, that's some good stuff. Look, you're going to hate me for this. And oh, I no. think everyone else is. What happened? You don't like gravy? No, I don't like mashed potatoes. <gasps> you, really, you don't like mashed potatoes? Really? I just destroyed society by saying that. I mean, a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But wait, are you, are you being for real now? You don't like mashed potatoes? Oh wow! Why? You just don't. You just don't care for them. Sometimes I can like them. Sometimes I don't. So some. So it depends on the day. Yeah, I mean. You gotta be in the mood. The for mashed it. potatoes from school—they can be pretty good. Okay. All right. Now, put mashed potatoes with bacon in it. I've never tried that. Uh, well, I mean, there you go. I just ruined. I just ruined society more. <laughs> no, even more. Now we all know why you don't like mashed potatoes because you haven't had the good stuff. That's why. I've had it with gravy. Just kidding, I haven't. All right. Well, you need to tell your mom to make it with you to make it for you with bacon and cheese. It's so freaking good. What about the gravy? I, 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 well, the gravy. I, I mean, be a 1910s boy. You okay? I mean, be a 1910s boy. Be, I'm not gonna I tell. I be a cowboy. Who am I to tell you not to be a cowboy? I mean, hey, live your live your dreams, Tristan. Dang it! All right, but do you okay? So you don't you, you're not really big on Thanksgiving. Nope. All right, fine. I'm the turkey's only one good. here. Turkey's good. Okay, you like turkey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't because I like turkey and I my sister makes really good mac and cheese. Oh my god, I'm hungry. I know this is not good for us to be doing so late at night because we're gonna get really freaking hungry and then we gotta go to sleep. 
All right. So. Oh, yes. Now that you said F, you know what, listeners? Recently, Tristan introduced me to something that actually I really enjoyed. I really, truly enjoyed it. It's called Alphabet Lore. Yeah. And it's a series of videos, right? Yeah. On YouTube. I mean, yeah. And it's essentially the alphabet, but there's some drama yeah. going on in the alphabet. Right? I mean, I, I, it's safe to say, right? That there's some drama going on Z in those letters. Z the whole freaking planet. Well, don't ruin it for people because I want them to go watch <laughs> it. But there's a lot of like backstory and, and F. F is like a serial killer. Because they all betrayed him. That's true. That's true. My favorite is Q. But don't worry. Yeah, my mom's favorite is little Q. I mean Q. Q. Yeah. But it's cool because it's like there's like a story. They're like almost like little anime, right? There's that, that whole part where they do the transformation like Sailor yeah. Moon almost. They did an epilogue recently. I uh-huh. showed you. Yeah. Um... And then they end just freaking time traveled back. Wait, they what? Back in time. Okay, clearly I was not paying attention. Okay, cool. And <laughs> they time traveled. That's good for you. They and, <laughs> and literally time traveled, and then just didn't betray you. So then none of that happened. Yeah. Because when they tra- they travel back in time, they in essence negated everything we just saw, right? Q just gave him just gave end the. Thing. I don't know what it's called. And then oh, like just, they have like little like yeah. Like, I think like gems or something. Like Q actually just stole S's thing. Mm. So it's F L M N O P and X that have one. That had like the little gems. Like yeah, that, I, that, actually, I think that Z, transforms them. I think Z also has one as well. Well, Z has everything because Z's the planet. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all happening on planet Z. Oh, I wonder if that's. I wonder if whoever created this is a b52s fan anyway anyway all right well listeners i gotta tell you if you haven't seen alphabet lore i mean that's literally like all the all the letters all they do is say their their name like their name that's it yeah you have to watch it it's it's a lot of fun it's really wonky kind of wacky and weird but you you get very involved right like you get involved in like the story of it all g g <laughs> All right. Well, thank you Hold again. On, I'm not done yet. I want to say one last thing. Okay. Okay. So today, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, today, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, um, at school, we were learning in science about matter, and okay. and the teacher asked me to give an example of matter. Okay. Of a solid. Of a solid. A solid. All right. And then I have a friend in my class named Dylan, and I raise my hand. This is a true story. I, okay. I said this today. I raised my hand. The teacher called me. And I said, Dylan's pinky. Well, you're not wrong. I said, Dylan's pinky. You're not wrong. That's a right, that's a right answer. That <laughs> is a right answer. I think my entire table started did, laughing. Did she say it was correct? Because it is. I don't even remember. <laughs> you got to remember these and things, buddy. She gave, like, an, she asked for an example of gas. Mm-hmm. And I said, Taco Bell. Because that, Taco Bell gives you gas. That is a very, very Taco good response, Bell gives my friend. You gas. That is a very good reply. And trust me, this is true. It is true. But you know what? On that note, because once you get to the gas of Taco Bell, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> All right. So thank you again for stopping by. I'm looking forward to talking to you later this year. Before, hopefully, we'll see when the last episode is. Maybe it'll be, you know, right before your birthday. We don't know. All right. But thank you for stopping by, my friend. Okay. So I want to. Before we leave, I'm going to give you a piece of uh, advice. Okay. Never look at the eyes.
from doors. Oh, from doors. Okay, because if not, you're gonna walk into door. Like, ah, I just got it. Okay, okay, smart. Get over here. All right. Well, you heard it from Tristan. In the game doors, don't look in the eyes. But in real life, you should look people in the eye. Okay. Okay. All right. So you know, there's two eyes in there. Six eyes of a little. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 